Good morning and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. We're looking at attention on awareness and being in the mind of meditation as we interact with another human being while listening. And here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Good morning. This is Laura. Good morning, Laura. So I am seeing a lot in this um, practice of listening. And um, and one of the things, I, I guess um, I was thinking about two different things this morning, but what they have in common is when I am really present in the attitude of listening, there is nothing wrong, no matter what's going on. <laughs> oh, isn't that a good one? It makes it all pretty simple. So no matter, no matter, we're going to just take it all the way out there, right? No matter what the other person is saying, no matter what their mood or uh, affect seems to be, whatever is going on with you, right, mm -hmm. as a, uh, you know, in conditioned mind or whatever is circling around there, you could, might be watching changes in your body and sensations that are arising and that sort and it's and there's nothing wrong with any of it. And there's nothing, and so uh, another example is, um, I mean, besides the conversations with other people in which I see so much of my own projection and assumptions, yeah. Um, yeah. is uh, yesterday I went for a walk and I was practicing the paying attention to all of the sounds in my environment and mm. immediately I noticed conditioning coming in with, oh, the bird song's fine, oh, isn't that beautiful, oh, isn't that, oh, that weed whacker, oh, that's really awful. Like there was just a constant <laughs> commentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, we think conversation primarily happens with other people, but it really doesn't, does it? No. They're, they're, other people, no matter how much we interact with other people, they're a small percentage of the conversation that we're engaged in all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that either, is there? Right, right. And and um, and there's no self-hate. Like what I've noticed is when I'm in conversation with other people, it's like there's static, and I keep blipping in and out of the conversation because there's there's so much of that internal conversation that's going on that I'm usually not even aware of. Yeah, but but that is now that you're aware of it, you can see, has been running the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's the, not, again, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, in that way that um, it, it shows us really clearly what we're up against. It shows us mm -hmm. what the karma is that we're here to transcend. Um, mm -hmm. And, and so there it is. And now you're aware of that in in that expanded awareness, you can be aware of all of it. Uh-huh. It's so interesting. Yes. It's so interesting. Why wouldn't you want to talk to even annoying people? Mm -hmm. It's so mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I love it. And the bottom line of there's nothing wrong. 
that's mm -hmm. that I was talking with somebody about that yesterday, maybe in this very <laughs> venue. But just that that idea, the conditioning is so deep that we're trying to get to being the right person. Mm -hmm. No, we're trying to get to awareness <laughs> because when we're when we're present, the way you're describing, when we're paying attention, then we're going to see everything that causes suffering. Not because that's going to make us the right person, but because it's going to be suffering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. <laughs> thank right. you. Go Aloha. Aloha. Thanks, Laura. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hey, I accidentally put myself in the queue. It's Zoe. Hi, Zoe. Well, hey. you're unmuted. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, I mean, I think the only formal way I practiced with this week's assignment is on my reflective listening buddies call last night. Uh-huh. And what are you seeing about listening? Um, what am I seeing about listening? Well, it was really refreshing, and um, it's always um, super interesting to um, see that when the voice in the head repeats back what your person is saying, then it's easy to lose the thread. But if you're just relaxed and um, kind of in that trusting space, then you really get to just be there, and it's much easier to reflect. Aha, uh aha. -huh. Uh -huh. So that when we're paying attention, when life is doing the, the listening and reflecting, it's such an easy experience versus when attention is on the conversation, and the conversation is repeating what the person is saying. So it's, because it's, right. we're not here for it, right? It's, a, it's almost like... Attempting to uh, attempting to have an echo do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, um, you know, like I wouldn't have unmuted myself because I was, um, noticing the process of being judged by, um, you know, the voices for not participating correctly and dropping that over and over again because I kept seeing the same familiar judgmental story and I um, so I was successful in just dropping that and saying okay well the only moment I have is right now this very moment I can't go back two days ago I can't go back to yesterday so you know I um, I'm gonna try I'm gonna drop that and just move forward in this very moment and here I am accidentally unmuting myself <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful right? kind of fits perfect well, it is, and what I hear you say is, so we have to be present to be able to listen to a body talking or to conditioned mind going on. And the choice is, I don't want to be like a uh, uh, ego's reflective listening buddy. I don't have to reflect on, reflect back, right. anything that the voice yes. is saying. And so once I, once there's awareness of attention listening to the conversation mm -hmm. I can choose not to listen to it in this moment regardless of what it's saying because it mm -hmm. requires me to listen and believe to the fact that there was a past in which you could have done better 
Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. if I don't listen to that, then I'm here listening to life, and what life is saying is, this is the only moment here now, Zoe. Yes. I want to yes. hear from you. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It's poetry. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks, Zoe. All right. Bye-bye. That, that was that was poetry, wasn't it? That it was, was perfection. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there. Yeah, I can't do anything about any of that. It's not happening here and now. Hmm. I just I can't give attention to that. Thank you very much. Hmm. Yeah. Well, here's our next caller, Sherry. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. This is Kevin. Hey, what are you seeing? Um, what I notice about listening is that there's often this experience of wanting to escape and resistance to being with that person and listening to that person, especially if it's people who are important to me. So, you're watching conditioned mind want to escape, especially when it's people who are important to you that you're listening to? Yeah, so there's just a feeling of, um, I don't want to be here, I don't want to be uh, listening right now. Uh, um, what, do you, what do you see about that? And I've... I, I realized that that's conditioning and that conditioning wants to escape. And oh, yeah. It's yeah. A, perhaps a lot to do with conditioning and not wanting to have that relationship or not wanting to be with that person because that person is trying to have my attention, something that conditioning. Oh, yes. Oh, so good. So good to see, isn't it? Ego yeah. is, and we, we always have to put it in quotes, a jealous lover. My ego doesn't want us to have any relationship with anything except it. And the other thing that I project you're seeing is ego hates love. Right. So if you're going to be there with somebody that you care about, oh my God, no. We, we cannot tolerate that. When I'm listening, mm -hmm. I, I notice with the, someone mentioned the re reflective listening buddies, when I'm doing that, that's with someone I don't know or I don't have any relationship with. Mm -hmm. and so it's more neutral and I can do that, listen mm -hmm. and attentively a lot easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And, and again, I'm just projecting here, but I sense that you are really clear that there's nothing wrong with any of this. No, yeah, that it's something to watch, observe. Yeah, it's not um, that it's not that you don't want to be with this person you care about in conversation. That's not you. That's not the authentic human being, right? That's just ego. Yeah. Yeah. Because, of course, that's a 
that's a big way uh, that system keeps control of us because, well, what kind of a person are you? You know, what, or, or what does this mean? Do you not really care? Are you just faking it? Are you just being fooled? Do you really need to get out of here? I mean, is this just that whole uh, negative track that we can be dragged down until we realize, whoa, <laughs> that, is, that really is, that's not me. Okay, I'm, I'm what's watching that. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of conversation as well on top of that. So conditioning will, you know, use my practice so because I might think I, I want to be present with this person and really listen. And then conditioning will say, well, you're not doing that and you're failing here. Um, That's right. And to that we say, yes, I'm not really able to do it uh, the way I would like yet because what I'm doing is is dealing with <laughs> that annoying voice in my head, right? So, yep, it's true. I'm not there yet. So uh, in that way, we can see that even ego is, is such a benefit to us. Not that we want to keep it around forever. It's a benefit with, a uh, we hope, a short shelf life. Okay? But it, it is pointing out, it will say very clearly what it does to control us and make us suffer. And that's a perfect example of it. Well, you're not doing, you know, you, you're, you, I thought you were an awareness practitioner. How aware are you right now? Oh, good, got that one. Let me jot that down over here and make a recording about that in a minute. Right, so that, that what I notice with conditioning gives me direction in my practice to what to look that's at. That's it. That's it. What to okay. listen for. Yeah, so that all that negativity, right, right, that's ego, that's not me. I'm what's, I'm what's observing. I'm what's observing the negativity, right. That's yeah. helpful to see. Okay, jot that one down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then e ego really wants to talk less to us, right? It, right. it does. It, it's, it wants to end that conversation immediately. And not that it won't be back with another conversation, but it won't want you to continue with that one right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And right. I think what, what keeps me going is that those moments, those experiences where conditioning isn't so present and I can really be present with that person and listen. And yeah, I well, I'm going to encourage you to uh, actually enjoy those mm -hmm. and enjoy these moments more. Right. Because these moments that you're that we've been talking about are the ones that are going to enable you eventually to be completely with you, completely with that person, completely with everyone and everything without that ego interference. So uh, no, you're doing the work now, and you can and you can see what the we can't really talk about it this way, but we will what the reward is. You know, the more present you are, the, the the more you enjoy life. The happier you are, the more loving you are. You know, so yeah, that's what that's what inspires us to keep uh, keep showing up, keep keep doing the doing the work, keep practicing. Um, no matter how painful ego wants to make it for us, there's we we there is no way around it. You know, mm -hmm. if we want freedom, we got to go through this. That's just. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Keep going. Thank Go you. Happy. All right. Go <laughs> happy. Thank you.
<laughs> bye bye. Thanks, Kevin. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Vanessa in North Carolina. Hey, Can you hear me okay? Clearly. Hey, Ashwini. Great. Um, let's see. I'm seeing... Of course, my mind has just gone blank. Um, I guess one thing you have that so much um, to say, right, Vanessa, when it you don't want it. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. And so that's now we've right. got to turn yeah. to that the still small voice and go. Okay, I have to listen really hard to what you want to say right now. I'm sure it has a lot. Yeah. To say. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I guess what just dropped in was um, how. Um, what a, um, I guess, uh, just what, uh, how amazing um, egocentric karma conditioning is. Like, what a, I guess, what, what the way that we sometimes say it is a worthy opponent. Mm. Because I, I will be present and, you know, just quietly, like, taking a break from work or, you know, interacting with people, and I'll come to presence and, okay, oh, yeah, that's right, this is what I want to be doing. And then I just step out and interact with someone, and poof, I, it's, I'm gone. Mm. And I was just looking at that, and I just had to laugh. I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Yes, it is a worthy <laughs> um, It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you know, Vanessa, at the level at which you're paying attention, there's a possibility. It's it's interesting that the words were "I'm gone," right? Because there's a way mm -hmm. in which, uh, when ego is present, we're not, right? That and what we say when we what we what we pointing to when we say that is, when when uh, attention is completely on conditioned mind and there's no awareness of that, there is no awareness. I mean, it's not that awareness doesn't exist, but there is no. Uh, ability to to know that to be aware right and so that's yeah. one experience yeah. a total unconsciousness and then there's the other experience where I'm gone implies ego is gone and there's complete awareness of uh, all of what's going on the words coming out of my mouth the the person mm. I'm listening to the person the presence the birds right and so it's just interesting to to, to look at that, I'm gone in those two ways. Is it ego gone? or And therefore, there is uh, a sense of awareness aware of itself, which is a particular sense of I'm gone. <laughs> and then the other place where I'm gone is really, truly, awareness is not there because conditioning has taken over completely. Right. Yeah. Right. And it does it, is there... Is there a way that you can be, um, like what it feels like is there's a way that I am present but I'm not aware. And mm -hmm. so then it's like right on that place and then because I'm not aware that I'm present or I'm not, a, I'm not with myself, mm -hmm. ego can easily come in and something will come in and, mm -hmm. you know, catch mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Do you, you know what I mean? Like I'll just be 
there, but then since I'm not really aware of being there, <laughs> is that making any sense? Then, then you know, I can easily be tripped up. Uh-huh. Well, you're describing an experience that's very, very hard to describe, and it, it's very intuitive, right? Because I'm not, I'm not having your experience that you're describing, but I can mm -hmm. sort of sense what you're mm -hmm. pointing to, and and there again, right, Manasa? It's always what we're looking at. We're we're exploring things. We're bringing conscious awareness to things, and then we're attempting mm -hmm. to describe mm -hmm. it without going to conditioned mind. And so the um, it's the exploration that's important because, again, as Sherry often says, how do you know all this if awareness wasn't there? Right. Right. And so uh -huh. then you're just simply yeah. attempting to uh, attempting to put words to, rather than uh, absolute meaning to, descriptions of what's going on for you. So when you say I'm present, how do you know that? Does, is that really presence mm -hmm. or is that conditioning telling me I'm present? And when I'm gone, is that really, I'm, am I gone or is I, I'm just mm -hmm. aware of an absence of a conversation? And so the exploration allows mm -hmm. us to hold the entire experience in a much, a much more disidentified container of, rather than categorizing, just exploring. Right. Which I think is where that laughter came from when I was like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like yes. it was it was it was just like, "Oh, this is an exploration, and wow, uh, uh, this is this is an amazing thing that happens um, yeah, absolutely yeah, that you can you can notice it, yeah. you can watch the voice come exactly in, wa watch the unconsciousness when the voice takes over, the awareness when you come back, the laughter in the whole place. Yeah, it's uh, uh, that, that it. It's not just that. It's not conditioning that's amazing. It's awareness that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Right. Opponent. We we know the experience of yes. being here and then being gone because attention moves to a wandering uh, conversation and conditioned mind. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And how quickly that happens. Yeah. 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 Great. Thank you. Thanks, Vanessa. You know, something that I love about a conversation like that um, is, is that it shows us how conditioned we are to believe that life is, is just the way conditioned mind says it is. Mm -hmm. that, that it tells us what's important, what's real, what's good, what's beautiful, what's ugly, what's right, what's wrong, what, what's everything. And we can look around and see that pretty much the whole world believes that that's true. Now, most of them are wrong about what's right and what's beautiful and, and that sort of thing. But everybody, everybody agrees that that is what life is, mm. right? That conversation about is that good poetry or is that bad poetry? That, that's what life is about. Mm -hmm. And a conversation like the one that you two just had shows that that is so on the surface mm -hmm. <laughs> that it, it, it doesn't even begin to touch what's actually happening in every single moment. And what we were just talking about with Kevin, uh, I think Kevin, uh, is that, that uh, conditioning that when we start looking what we're supposed to find out is what's wrong with us. 
So that we'll never look below the surface. And and looking below that surface, once we can get past that, once we can get to Laura's, you know, there's nothing wrong, uh, then it just opens up layers and layers and subtleties and nuances and just extraordinary worlds mm-hmm. that we're meant never even to know exist. Yeah. It's really extraordinary worlds. And, and you know, Sherry, what drops in at least in, in watching at this level of, uh, uh, you know, noticing that we're doing, that it often is curiosity and interest in what the mind is doing that assists in not letting it control control me because if it's subliminal and if it's unconscious then it's in control but if it's in awareness it isn't that's right and so that's the that's the magic of bringing everything into awareness yes it you know raise raising it up (laughs) above that surface so that we can see it for what it is Mm -hmm. and again what what ego does to prevent that is everything you see proves that you're the wrong bad person Mm mm-hmm so it's it's, fiendish. It's, it's it's exciting. It's big. It's uh, it's challenging, and at least for me, it's comforting to know it's how it is. Mm. Yeah. Right? There's we there's not a personal thing anywhere. It's mm. just how it is. Yeah. All right. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Yes, this is Melissa from Alaska. <clears throat> Hello, Melissa. Uh, what are you seeing? Well, it, this is like amazing to um, uh, to look at communication, and I feel like um, with the reflective listening that I'm getting one kind of view of it, and then mm-hmm. I look at how you all do these calls because reflective listening is is the listening part, but then the other part is when you contribute to a conversation. And, um, <clears throat> and I think that the ego, my, my um, conditioned mind is all about feeling like I haven't had a voice in the past and people don't listen to me and so forth. So I get into listening to that in conversations and, um, uh-huh. and then I get confused about what to do the the caller yesterday that was really interesting to what to do about people who um talk a lot i was just thinking um, about him and hoping that you were here for that conversation because it happens like uh, kindred spirits yeah (laughs) yes so i mean you could kind of just have a one-sided conversation with someone who's just talking a lot and you know so are you being present if you interrupt them and say um, I'd like you to listen to what I have to say. Like, I just, well, it, it seems. Yeah, you know, uh, you, a person could do that, certainly. Uh, it's not going to be popular. Um, <laughs> you know, just it just tends to make people defensive. And that's why we have uh, all of the communication skills that are available through this practice. Right, not just reflecting. Although reflecting is, God knows, the most important. It's the most important ego buster ever. Okay, um, but there's also drawing out and clarifying, uh, which are skills that you can learn. 
and I think we have programs that would even help you do that. And that's a way to begin to not not be just uh, at the mercy of external people and especially not at the mercy of the external person inside your head. So because what that about, person talking okay. that person talking to you in your head about never having had a voice, it doesn't right. want you to have a voice. It wants it right. to have a voice. Yeah. Ah, uh, interesting. But so when you're aware in a conversation and you want to say something that drops in, say, um uh, but there's no space for that. Oh, there's always space for that. There, there's always space for that. And it depends on uh, how present we are. So if you're really into the conversation and you're not listening to the voice in your head saying, when is this person going to shut up so that I can say something? <laughs> um, but you're really there in the conversation, okay? To whatever degree you care about this person, you don't want them to feel bad, you, 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 you want to be in this conversation. If you don't, you just excuse yourself and go away, right? But if you do, mm-hmm. then it's possible to say, oh, that is so interesting. That is so interesting. What I just saw about that is, and then mm-hmm. you say what it is. And then mm-hmm. you listen for them to say what they say. And then, mm-hmm. and there are a thousand of those, at least a thousand of those kind of ways to uh, sort of break up a monologue or a soliloquy mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and engage and as you as you as you no longer are being uh, dictated to by that voice in your head that just wants all of your attention and claims mm-hmm. that you should have other people's attention, as that relationship diminishes, you're going to find yourself able to engage with other human beings with great ease. I promise. Mm, mm, okay, that's great. Yeah. Um, all right. And. Good. A topic for another day I would love to hear about is um, engaging groups and group conversations. But I know we don't have time for that today. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that that you, we don't we have no idea what might be coming up. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Take you. care. Go happy. Yep. Go happy. Thanks, Melissa. And that brings us to the end of the show, Sherry. We'll talk to more people on attention and awareness while listening tomorrow. All right. Looking forward to it. Well, not really, but but looking forward to it right here in the present moment. (laughs) Yes. All right. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.